Hey y'all, my name is Emily and you're listening to Coming Up Roses. Hey you all, welcome back to another episode of Coming Up Roses. Super excited to talk about something today that has been very applicable in my life recently. I feel like I've been doing lots of tip guide episodes lately, but that's kind of the phase I'm in. I feel like I'm in a phase of like figuring out my groove, figuring out my rhythm, figuring out what works for me. And one big thing I've mentioned before that has been difficult is that I'm commuting a ton. I live pretty close to things like the grocery store and my favorite coffee places and my boyfriend, but I live about 25 minutes from my professional dance job. I live another 25 minutes from the dance studio I work at. I live 20 minutes from the restaurant I work at. And luckily my Pilates jobs are within 10 minutes. But most days I have at least a 40-minute commute there and back. Most days I have an hour. Three days a week I have two-hour commutes. So I am in my car a lot, and now that I pay for my own gas, I'm even more aware of every minute that I keep that car running. So it's also difficult because the times I'm in my car are often meal times, or I'm driving to another job, and there's going to be time where I'm just sitting in my car for 10 minutes before work starts or whatever. And so I kind of, been, I told my friend the other day I feel like I'm living out of my car it doesn't look like it because I've been trying to be better about keeping excuse me hiccups the interior really clean and beautiful but I still just feel like I'm constantly in my car just driving to work driving home driving to work driving home there's I mean three days a week I go there and back come home for a few hours and then go there and back again so it's definitely super difficult And I've had to kind of figure out what systems are going to work for me, what I can automate in my life to make being in the car so much a little bit easier. And I know a lot of people have commutes. I'm not the first nor the last person who's ever going to have a long commute. People are luckily commuting less, but it's just a part of life when you live in a big city that has outside suburbs very few things are within a short driving distance like I said other than the grocery store and whatever but I live far from a lot of my appointments now I live far from a lot of my friends now it's just you know I've just become very very used to chilling in the car and it definitely takes a toll on my mental health when I'm stuck in traffic I have to take one highway that is just con I take it at the worst times of day too it is just constant traffic and so I can feel my mood being very dependent on the traffic situation, which I don't like. And just overall, I wanted to better my relationship with my time in the car and make it work for me because I'm gonna ha- if I'm going to have to commute, which right now I do, I want to make it a part of my day I don't dread. I would literally dread getting into the car for that drive. And it would make me late. It would make me have a bad attitude going to work. And I just was tired of it. So I'm here today to talk about how to survive when you feel like you are stuck living in your car. My first piece of advice is, and I've said this a million times over, I'll say it again, is to have that time in the morning 
to go ahead and plan your day out. When I don't plan my day out and I don't allow time in my like schedule for driving and for traffic, it causes me to feel anxious and behind the rest of the day. And so I wake up in the morning, I wake up early enough to do this. I open my little bullet journal and I make a schedule for the day and I include my driving time. And I always give myself, um, depending on the time of day, some extra time to get to where I need to go. I'd much rather be stuck sitting in the parking lot and waiting than rushing in the door, especially to like teach or get to rehearsal or what have you. So that's something that I've been doing that has allowed me to plan my day a little better and also to set realistic expectations for myself and the things I can't control. I think this applies as well if you're someone who has a commute and takes public transportation. Same thing. Get a lot that time. Like, okay, I'm going to be, it's probably only going to take me 20 minutes to get home, but I'm going to allot 30 so that I don't make plans for 45 minutes after this ends so that I have time to get in the car, get home, you know, whatever. Because I got really bad there for a while of like, yeah, I could definitely be somewhere at 1230. And it's like, well, by the time I get out of work and then get in the car and there's always traffic in the middle of the day on the highway. So it's actually closer to 1240. Why didn't I just get out of the first place, you know? So by planning my driving time into my day, it lessens the pressure on me to constantly be rushing around, I give myself that driving time and it sets realistic expectations for people in my life. Since I do have to drive such a ways, I don't make plans close to it because I have that already blocked off physically written down. Or if you want to do it in your calendar, I know Apple has like the alert when I need to leave feature. It has the share ETA feature on maps. I utilize both of those, um, especially with driving on an expressway that has so much traffic. It's been really, really helpful. Something else I do is I try, I try my hardest, I'm not good at it yet, but to spend like 20 minutes outside before I hop in the car. It's really tough to do on the days I have to teach Pilates very early, but it is super helpful to get that time where I'm not sitting in the car and just like enjoying my morning. I listened to a speaker talk about how the 20 minutes they spend in the morning is like the best part of their day and I was like well dang maybe I should be trying that and it honestly has helped me you know when I get in the car I already feel energized I haven't felt like I'm going from the car to an indoor space back into the car like I've gotten fresh air and vitamin d Uh, it's gonna be harder as we head into winter for me to do that but I'm really gonna continue making an effort even on the days when I don't have to make a commute to do that so that's been helpful too or even just like opening your blinds I don't have blinds so I can't do that but literally just something to get like unfiltered sunlight and fresh air or what before you get into your canned air vehicle for however long you need to commute I also something that has helped me look forward to my drive is I have podcasts that I only get to listen to when I'm driving to or from work. I don't get to listen to them while I'm at home, cleaning up, hanging out. You know, I listen to them and there's some playlists, like music playlists too. Those are like my car time. And so I, you know, I tune into the news, the specific news podcast every morning on my drive. And that's what I listen to on my drive to Overland Park. And in the afternoon, there's a podcast I listen to on my way to this job. You know, it's not like that 
structured and that detailed, but I do look forward to that time where I can listen to, I mean, some days I'll get through like four podcast episodes and it makes the drive more enjoyable because it's kind of taking my mind off of the like, oh, there's traffic, I'm worried about getting there on time, whatever, and like I have something to enjoy and I also don't feel like I'm just wasting away this time. Like I'm, I'm listening to something, you know, I'm, I'm gaining something, even though the podcasts I listen to on my commutes are usually a comedy humor podcast, but you know, it's just, that's a space where I only get to listen to that podcast. And when I do get stuck in traffic and I've, and it's not the point where I'm stressed yet, I'm like, Oh, nice. I get to listen to a little bit more of this. So if anyone needs podcast recommendations other than this one, you can absolutely binge us. We have a ton of episodes. You can binge the pod while you are driving to work or in the on the train going to work. Um, I have a tons of podcast recommendations that I like to listen to on my commute. If anybody wants me to drop an episode all about my podcast recommendations, DM me email me I'll drop those handles at the end of the episode but I will promote other podcasts on this one I won't gatekeep my favorite podcast I'm a huge podcast person I also have some playlists I really like if you're not a podcast person or if you like to listen to music while you drive or sit or whatever absolutely would love to share those I don't want to take up too much time because I will go on a tangent but feel free to message me and I will put those out But it really has helped me, and I have a better attitude when I've listened to a funny podcast, listened to some really good music. I I really wanted to get into, like, listening to the local radio when I commuted, but then they would always talk about the the traffic and the the sad news of the day, and I was like, wait, I can't do this. I'm I'm living the traffic. I'm good. So I've got my comedy podcast and my couple music playlists and albums I cycle through, and Especially on the days I have to commute two hours. It's it's nice because I can kind of decide when I want to listen to what. And I get my news on my commute in the morning. It's just, it's been a really good system for me. And it's helped me feel some sense of, oh yes, this is the time I get to do this. Like it's almost a reward system for, the, for making the drive. I think something too is I was almost... Like, I drive to work in the morning, and then I drive back during lunchtime, and then I'm driving out during dinner time and driving back during, like, dinner time if you eat later. So I was always driving during meal time, and I'm really trying to save money. I don't eat out very often, and when I do, it's um, definitely not, like, going through a drive through so I can eat in the car. But I also don't like eating in the car because it's just, it's messy and it's unsafe, but there are some things you can definitely snack on in the car that are safe um smoothies I like to do a smoothie in the car um delicious I one of the jobs I work at there's a tropical smoothie cafe and I'm I am guilty of going to tropical smoothie for my drive home so that I can get some I'm starving at that point and so I can get some fuel without you know unsafely trying to eat something I'll often do like little nuts that I have in a baggie. Um, I'll do like a breakfast burrito or a bagel from time to time. I try to stay away from that kind of stuff. But I think if you can have like your morning coffee in the car or 
you know, an afternoon smoothie or a post-workout protein bar, like things that are easy and don't require you to have your hands off the wheel and knives and forks and, you know, sauces and they're messy, like simple things. I say absolutely go for it. Um, I, I never eat when I'm actively on the highway that I have to take. I always do when I'm like, you know, sitting in a stoplight. I take a sip of my coffee when I'm like, you know, in the residential slow area of my neighborhood. I really do do it safely because you don't realize how dangerous eating while driving is until you're, you know, you make that one horrible mistake and I don't want to do that. So I try to limit it, but it's also hard if I'm driving there during breakfast, coming back during lunch, I felt like I wasn't eating at normal times. I was having a hard time finding a set schedule. So having just like little snacks, you know, I have my, my morning smoothie and then I have my afternoon protein bar and then I got my handful of nuts and then whatever I want in the evening, you know, has helped me a not like come home after teaching and a 30 minute commute and I'm like hungry and I make bad food choices and my stomach's upset all night or like I don't eat because I'm just too tired and I have to go to bed. It just kind of helps me use that time more wisely in the car and feel better, feel more energized for rehearsal or work or teaching or, you know, I come home and I've got my really short breaks. I want to tackle my to-do list. I don't have to figure out lunch and be hangry or whatever. So that's been a huge lifesaver for me. It's definitely been some trial and error of like what I can eat in the car, what I can't. So my disclaimer is do it safely, do it wisely. There's lots of things you can eat that fill you that don't require your full attention, like a protein bar or a smoothie or a piece of fruit. So I would stick with those. The other thing I do is I, I overpack for my commute. I bring my bullet journal and I bring a book. I bring a charger, probably two in case one doesn't work. I bring multiple snacks, multiple beverages, I bring a sweatshirt. You know, I literally do pack like if I, if I get, if I'm running late and I don't have time to like sit down and have a snack, I have my snack here in the car. Or, you know, if I show up to my thing super early because there's no traffic today and I allotted too much time, I've got a book to read. I don't have to rummage around in the car for everything. Once I show up to the destination, it's just already all in my bag. I can hop out of the car, be right there, whatever need be. And I always try to set it out the night before or even, you know, if I wake up, it's like one of the first things I do. So I know I'll have everything. I also always feel like I'm, you know, if I ever were stranded in like five hours standstill traffic, I'm ready, (laughs) which is very unrealistic in a city like Kansas City. But I'm very ready for that scenario to happen. And it just makes me feel better when I don't have to worry about well, you know, I didn't pack a water, so now I have to go buy water at the gas station before I go to work. Like, I don't have to worry about any of that. I just have it all. That way I'm not, I'm not hoping and wishing against traffic, which I can't control. That's just like a life thing for me. I like to be overprepared. I think something else that's very specific to my situation is since I have multiple commutes throughout the day and I have a break in between, I really try to use that break wisely. My best example of this is Wednesdays. I go to my professional dance job in the morning. I come home. I don't teach that night until 7.30, so I don't even have to leave my house until 6.45, 6.50, which even then I'm leaving very, very early because the traffic at like 6.50 is so hit or miss. It makes me so nervous, so I just leave really early for that. 
but that's a really long break. But I still have to go to work that evening. So, and the next morning I have to get up at 5.30 for my fitness job. So it's like I'm getting back. I have a 30-minute commute after the day, their class ends at 9. And they usually don't get out of there till like 9.10. So I'm not getting home till 9.30, 9.40. And then I need to be in bed by like 10, 10.30 at the latest. So I try to really use my breaks wisely. I try to get a lot done on Wednesday since I have that gift of time. Um, I will often try to set up like a phone, like a phone call that I know can be hands-free. Like, oh, if I need to call my parents or hop on a call with my boss at this job, I try to set it up for the times I'm driving since um, I have the rest of the day. That way I can have the rest of the day to be super productive. I will literally get my get my room and my life as ready for bed as possible before I get in the car that evening. I make tons of food for that commute that night. Like, I think if you are someone, this is very common in the like freelance dancer artistic world to ha- have that like weird midday break situation. Um, I think if you're someone that that does have that or does work multiple jobs and has weird breaks and the multiple commutes throughout the day, I think set yourself up for success and really utilize that time. On days I don't have time to drive home, I just don't. I don't make myself hop in the car for 30 minutes only to be home for an hour. It's just not worth it to me. I will just stay in that location. Or if like I look and the traffic is just awful, I just don't even bother trying to hop in the car and navigate that and get stressed so I, this is a like a very niche situation but I think it has been super valuable for me to recognize how I can utilize that time better and not be like oh I have to drive all the way back out there in two hours like I'm so stressed about it it's so late at night blah 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 because um I actually love driving back on those Wednesday nights at nine because the Roads are super quiet, and I've got, like, a playlist I listen to that kind of, like, winds me down from the day. It's honestly one of my favorite times of the week, but it, it didn't get that way until I implemented some some practices to make it a little bit more enjoyable. This was a little bit of a shorter episode, but I hope that if any of you have a commute or just really hate driving to work, that some of these things helped you. I know they really, really changed the game for me. It's only recently that I've started enjoying my morning drive and my evening and my afternoon and driving all the time. As always, you can reach me at Coming Up Roses Podcast on Instagram and Coming Up Roses21 at gmail.com. You're also welcome to reach out to me on my personal Instagram. My handle is just at Emily Rackers. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like this episode, or if you want to hear about my favorite podcasts and playlist, definitely DM me or email me. I would love nothing more than to hype up other podcasts of my own, but I am super excited to keep working on awesome content for you all, and I'm always open to suggestions for episodes, so feel free to reach out. As always, wherever and whenever you're listening, I hope you're having a great one. Love y'all.